Happy motherfucking 40th episode. It was 40 episodes today, baby. You know, we had to start oh. this one off with a Michelada, babe. Mm, this is the Michelada episode, by the way. Uh, it wasn't announced until literally the second, but it's okay. You got to use your imagination here, but imagine. These micheladas are 40 ounces of michelada. And all you got to do is drink those 40 ounces and you will be free. Valhalla. <laughs> 40 ounces it's to where freedom. The cop, it's where cops go before heaven. They go to Valhalla. Oh, man. Dude, oh. This one's actually really good. I oh, was cop. talking shit on this right before this uh, recording started. The Bud Light Chalada Heche Clamato Con Tapatio. Um, it was the only one that the store had left. I gotta be honest. This thing's fucking good, dude. This is, is fucking really good. Yeah, so it's even called Fuego, but I would be honored to call this Fuego as like a hit millennial. This is Fuego. How spicy is it? It's lit. <laughs> yeah dude you know you did that's no it i'm celebrating it's not even the spice i have to be real because it's made with bud light i think it's more like water beer so the tomato and the flavor are cutting through more it's clamato actually too so perfect i feel like the flavor's cutting in it's required clamato is required oh see and i i'm typically not the clamato side of things so we've talked about it when we do our uh 30 30 podcast um, each a lot of mixes mine will be the tomato base his will be the clamato base yep it's gonna be good it's perfect branding but on the real dude this is good talk about sidetracked from the intro hell yeah this is fuck oh i love this hell yeah dude hell yeah one thing i have to say though is it's july 12th and we got to give that shout out back to that intro song that we heard because that was uh it's it's all based off the same thing. Like we were talking forties. It's forty ounces of freedom. That's the episode. Mm-hmm. And you know, while we're on that subject of freedom, we're going happy eighty third birthday to the man himself, Bill Cosby. The free man himself, Bill Cosby. The the roaming the streets just like you and I, Bill Cosby. It's his birthday. Do we wish him a happy one? Eh. But it's his birthday. I wish him a happy one. Do you? I like I like birthdays. Yeah, like yeah. I don't wish him like. Uh, Looks like fuck all the fuck all the bullshit. Like that's the one day that's like just let let the dude 
take a take a couple deep breaths, you know what I mean, and relax. I don't want him to have birthday sex. No, 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 no. That's a no, no. <laughs> That's a no, no, no. But I wish him a happy one. <laughs> what about you a know? Birth- what about a birthday hand job for old Bill? Honestly, I've never been able to get a hand job from someone who's passed out. I've, you know, we've all thought about it, but <laughs> I, <laughs> this is not how things work. Now, earlier we were talking about the effects of quaaludes, and I think Ron said that they were, uh, it was like Xanax, Norcos, and like Ritalin all together. I, I forgot Somas. The third. Somas, yeah. It was just like, okay, I got to be real. I've done all three of those things basically to come off of the high of ecstasy. And <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound fun at all, especially Xanax. I'm sorry, but if you guys are fans Ugh. of Xanax and it's not because you have crazy uh, mental issues, yeah, what fun is it to eat a pill and then be reminded of 12 hours you don't remember the next day? Well, I mean, that's if you take too much, but even if you take the prescribed amount, like speaking somebody from anxiety i don't fucking like taking xanax like they gave it to me and i took it and i was like i don't like taking this shit makes me fucking gets me fucked up you snorted half of one right in front of your doctor (laughs) right in front of the doctor it's like this this thing makes me feel weird my face is numb (laughs) like you're gonna eat the whole thing he looks over (laughs) no that's fucked (laughs) that's fucked up thanks doc yeah they uh i don't i don't know it's it's did I pop a it's lube? all just it's all fucked up. Yeah, I would eat I would eat one though. I saw the With, like the safety, like a spirit guide there. Yeah, I saw a Wolf of Wall Street, dude. I'd try it once. Oh, I would drive on it. Yeah, you're right. I would drive home. Dude. What imagine imagine I don't know. <laughs> what a movie. I was trying to think of a polygamy uh uh tie transit tr- tie in and transition right now because I don't know if you knew this. But 1843, on July 12th, Joseph Smith, my leader, uh, my great-great-great-great-grandfather, Joseph Smith, uh, he said God's, that God allows polygamy. So, Man, that happened on this day. Wow, wow. 18, 1843. And there's still, there's still Mormons that, uh, that buy into that today. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, my name's Shane. What do you mean? <laughs> uh yeah dude i i'm you ever tried salamander not a lot of meat but salamander but, <laughs> i don't know all right how about Fuck this in. one 1962 rolling stones first performance at the marquee club in london Ooh, that's rad actually i that's probably fun as fuck on this day a shitty show, but could have been a great show. Dude. You know, that England was rocking then, and England is not rocking at this current moment, and this is because of something that happened yesterday. And What's I know that? it's not exactly the same thing, but they had lost uh, a soccer game, or football, but they lost a uh, soccer game yesterday. But in 1998, today, on the 12th, FIFA World Cup final, uh, France they scored twice, and France wins the first World Cup, beating Brazil three nothing. Gnarly. Well, it was, it, it was a really rough weekend for the UK. Then you know Conor McGregor snapping his leg in half, losing a football game. Uh, the UK had a rough one. Um, but uh, hey, they call it footy. 
over there and it's, yeah, it's footy Conor mcgregor's foot yeah. fell off and that's what we call foot jobs here in america <laughs> give me that footy dude <laughs> give me that footy all right and instead 1976 the first show me footy yeah show me footy uh <laughs> survey says first family feud game show debuts on abc hosted by richard dawson that smooth dick motherfucker Doss, dude. yeah dick, dick dawson, dawson. He Honestly. was, uh, I, I don't know if you ever saw any of Richard Dawson shit. He was also on the match game, but he was like this old, like back in the fucking seventies when you could just like molest indoors. Yeah. You can smoke indoors and just molest a woman on live TV and no one will say anything about it. Yeah. Like, how many times was Bill a guest? <laughs> dude, Bill was for sure on there. You know, they partied, 70s. dude. That's that same dinner table. But, oh yeah. You know, I love family feud. I just and- say that because he was a creepy dude. He would like come up and like rub people's faces or like you know like try to schmooze women and stuff but like it just reads I so mean, wrong today i'm still sipping this michelada too guys i just want to throw it out there. i'm going to interrupt this whole episode until i finish this one i'm playing on barfing on myself if i drink this quick enough but dude all those family feud things even think about the most current ones up until i hate to use it as like a time stamp in life but like the up until the me too era but you got fucking Steve Harvey sitting there, and you know when there's just like a sexy white woman or even like a super sexy black woman, he just leans up against the podium and like licks his lips under that giant mustache at him and fucking just does oh, that dude. total dog mode fucking. He's always been doing that, dude. Just, just lightly moistens the ends of those right. broom bristles. Under his What's up, Barbara? We know your husband Charles right here doesn't get it up. And then he just wipes his mouth all crazy at her. <laughs> God, Harvey Click. Harvey Click, dude, Harvey Har- Click. Yeah. Um, I love dude. I love fucking Family Feud. We had a I death family feud. We had a death on this day. And there's only one worth talking about, really. And it's Alexander Hamilton. Uh one of the founding fathers. And uh he was born in 1755 and lived to 1804. So do the math there. Dude didn't even live to 50 years old. And uh, he got a whole Broadway play made about him. Uh, written by <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda in hip-hop stylings. So, uh, I mean, that's a young age. It's, it's like that shit. We saw it in meme form, but even the Jimi Hendrix and Kurt Cobain thing. You know, They were good at guitar, but what's one thing they can't, couldn't do? Live to 28. Guitar, live past 27. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Live, live to see 28. Yeah, them youngins, though. You know, it was the shit. A lot of, you know, there were some weddings, too. That's basically like a death. It, no, okay. I can see, I can't, I can't make these jokes when half my friends are married now, too. It's, it's not as fun. I mean, you because, can still. Yeah, but then you guys can't out loud agree with it. You can just shoot me that look and the smile. Yeah. Not, not you currently but just in general humans but uh you know more of england england doing this thing but we had a uh, old king henry him and catherine it was the sixth uh and his last wife though this is in uh 1543 too you know when things were Ooh. pretty legit it was a good time yeah everyone showered every three weeks <laughs> especially england Ugh. Yeah, those mouths, those filthy fucking mouths, dude. You know it. You know it. Oh. 
You know, then we like, had a, uh, I mean, nineteen eighteen. It's thirty six years old. He got married. He's an artist. Oh, his name was Pablo. But before we go to that one, Shane, like you mentioned, uh, Bill Cosby earlier. And speaking of predators, in nineteen sixteen. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Dunn is attacked by a shark suffering non-fatal wounds in New Jersey. <laughs> the final episode in a spate of shark attacks along the Jersey coast where four people died over 12 days. <laughs> Dude, that was good. Uh, <laughs> imagine Bill swimming out there just with those goggles with the like uh, the reptile eyes just looking at all the ladies underwater. Fucking... <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a. Uh, he looks like a, a snake shedding with that rainbow coloration over his eyes. It would be crazy too because it, there would be so much irony wearing goggles with eyes on them when your eyes don't work. <laughs> Dude, I know everybody's talked about it on every podcast, but when he was in court, uh, have you seen the video of him walking out and doing the Fat Albert noise? Oh, and he just. just <laughs> the, the, the yeah, you know what? You know what? Let's play it right now. Like, how tone deaf do you have to be, dude? <laughs> read the room, Bill. You're a professional comedian. How could you not read the audience? I, th I think you read the audience. I don't know. I would argue the other side of it. I thought he nailed it. I think when you're in a situation like that and you're kind of in a place to maybe not say anything at all, and if you do say something, it's got to be so perfect, and that's what he went with. And, uh, I love that the media was so involved that it's captured for our enjoyment. Yeah, man, that's wild. We're living in a simulation, that's for sure. Hey, 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 dude. Uh, fucking, uh, yeah. Oh, but that wedding. Dude, we, we had those weddings, and I know we kind of talked about them. And uh, we're actually going to... he He'll paint his way back into this episode, possibly. But we got to go that that <laughs> Pablo Picasso. Dude, that's a sick wedding. Imagine being at that one. Yeah, he got married on this day. It was in 1918, though. Think about the. You know what's fucked up about this? Is hearing some of these other, you know, got, uh, King Henry in 1543. But 1918 wasn't that long ago. No, it was 103 years ago. We know people that old. I mean, I don't personally. I don't know it. I don't know anyone that old. I know. It was, in the moment, it sounded really good if I just said it like that. Yeah. We Actually, we might. I'm trying to think of like the oldest person I know. And it's probably just Chris Jackson. So it's like. <laughs> that joke's only funny to yeah, me. We, we love you, Jackson. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Old man joke. Yeah, um, no. Well, it's, it's like a pretty crazy day, but like it's an awesome day to have a 40th episode land on this day. There's just so many different tie ins from front to back that we're doing, which I really like. Um, but yeah, it's July 12th. We we said it earlier. This episode is called 40 Ounces to Freedom. And uh, that didn't just come out of nowhere just because it was episode 40. There's also always got to be another tie-in. So that's going to take us to our next segment, which is uh, our list of. 
uh, a staple to this show. We always just like to throw off a list of random things, and this one is a list of our favorite 40-ounce malt liquors. I think, yeah, some are, some are malt liquors. I don't know if they're all malt liquors. They all might be, actually. Um, I, didn't, I didn't think about this before I said that statement. I'm fresh off a of bong hit. Hold on. I, I'm looking at the list. I'm pretty sure they're all malt <laughs> liquor. <coughs> yeah, you're uh, right. Uh, Excuse me. Ooh. That's a good bong hit. Those were good burps, too. Yeah, I oh. need to let that, that michelada out. This is good. I'm going to warn you guys. If you've made it this far, second half of this episode is about to get wild as fuck. We're getting wild it's for sure. It's about to get wild. We're talking 40s. When, you know, I want I want to jump straight to something in this list. And it was going to be the very end, the honorable mention. But I want to throw it out there that before we do this list of 40s, I really only live one kind of life, and that's the high life. And unfortunately, <laughs> they only made this in 32 ounces. And you know what? It Miller High Life, I actually, now that we talk about this, is not a malt liquor. It's a corn-based uh, beer. Do you know how much I've wanted those extra eight fucking ounces Yeah. every fucking time, though? You had to buy a whole nother 32 just to hit the spot, you know? And because of that, I thank them, too. Yeah, because then you because got another... 64 ounces of freedom is going to be a great episode. It's good, yeah. We're going to actually, on episode 64... Shane and Edward I, thirty two hands. We're gonna Edward thirty two hands episode sixty four. The whole episode, and yes. we, dude, we and then we're gonna edit it with. You can't edit it until you're done with the thirty uh, twos too. Yeah, so we'll so just keep you, recording. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's keep until recording. I piss my pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I'll do it. I'll wear board shorts and sit in like a kiddie pool for a full episode and just record and just piss myself. All right, so. It wasn't even an honorable mention because I've legitimately drank a shitload of Miller High Lifes. I have the logo tattooed. You have on my tattooed body. on you, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was young and and, uh, and real broke, that was my drink of choice, dude. It was efficient. But I'm not even that broke anymore. I, like I'm still broke, but I'm on like the upper class of broke. And uh, if I'm going with a beer over like a, a vintage something in the twenty ounces. Uh, or a nice pint. If it's anything over, dude, it's a 32. Yeah. Yeah. And after I've had a few 32s, you can catch me drinking one of these other beers on this list. <laughs> that, that's the catch. Exa- that. Oh, my God. I couldn't have fucking said it better. Yeah. You just nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Because one of these, a 32 ounce is a gateway. That's yes. a gateway drug. That's what they should have been talking about in D.A.R.E. Yeah, you want to know a gateway drug? It's a fucking Miller High Life because after a Miller High Life, here comes old Green Bottle, fucking uh-huh. everyone's favorite, Mickey's. Here he is. Yeah, to get you a little twisted, just to take that beer buzz that you had from the thirty-two, and then just get you malt liquor twisted. Dude, we uh, we used to contribute back. Uh, we were like maybe seventeen and eighteen, eighteen and nineteen ages. Uh, uh, Chris Luff had the Mickey's Tower. Him and Taylor Smith, no relation, great guy. Uh, he, they had the uh, Mickey's Corner Shrine Tower, and it was like the only place for a long time in my life I'd ever drink Mickey's Forties. But every single time I was there, we would drink Mickey's Forties. Yeah, I ain't drank Forties since I became old enough to drink. 
Yeah, he. Uh, that's actually where drinking Mickey's forties and watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force for the first time. That's that tight. happened. That's tight. Yep. Um, it's good times. I'm gonna throw this one out here because this one is actually, I kind of just I didn't enjoy it, but I drank it out of like sheer stubbornness and pride and like not wanting to. Uh, we'll just say machismo, but it's Steel Reserve. Steel Reserve is a fucking gnarly malt liquor. It is a very, very strong malt liquor, if I'm not mistaken. It's in the teens percentage-wise, which is pretty much like drinking wine. Like, I'm strength. surprised that wasn't Cosby's uh, choice because oh, the teens. Steel Reserve, straight up. It, it, oh, I wasn't I wasn't going with the the, no, the I, black joke. I was going with the, uh, the wait, rape how's, joke. How's Steel Reserve black joke? <laughs> I know it's not OE. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. No, I, I, that's that's not what I meant. I know. I'm being misrepresented. Twisted on you. Do you say I twisted it on him, and then Tim was like, "Wait, wait, wait, get twisted, dude." <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say a black joke. Uh, we're no, gonna, I know that was my bad. That uh, was my bad. Okay. We're gonna have to stop this episode right now and re-record from the beginning. Crack <laughs> this amichalada minute. <laughs> there it is. All right, so Steel Reserve though two eleven is just gnarly to fucking drink, dude. It is, and and God forbid it gets even a little bit warm. Like drinking that shit ice cold, you can you can pound it down, it's fine. But if that shit gets a little bit warm, it just tastes like lead and fucking and piss beer mixed together. It's fucking gnarly. I like that. Uh, but two eleven Steel Reserve, that's definitely on the list. You can catch me with a Steel Reserve in my hands after a Miller High Life and a Mickey's. And equivalent to Steel Reserve in just bullshit, and this is something that old roommate Johnny, he was, for someone that made like a lot of money and paid like a real low number in rent, he was so good at drinking like really cheap, you know, when it came to like, you know, blue label Albertsons vodka, run it through the Brita, do weird shit like that. But then he got me hooked on hurricanes for a minute. And let me tell you, Dude, you get a Hurricane 40? That's that's probably how I've avoided hemorrhoids as an adult. <laughs> Just pissing out of your ass. No, that it's how I've avoided it. it I don't know. Versus, there's it yeah, because of the amount of pee butt that I had because of the <laughs> yeah, just the uh hurricanes, it just coated me with safety and fiber. Yeah. And dude, those things are awful, but in the best way. It's two sips. It's almost like, you know, when you get to like your second sip of your second four loco before they banned them, like one of them got you real buzzed, but that second sip of the second one, yeah, you were like, right when oh my God, I still have a lot of this one left and I'm drunk now. Yeah, it was when you got your first heart palpitation. It was like right after that. <laughs> That's the third sip in general of a hurricane 40 okay that same exact feeling without the garano yeah that's the same exact feeling well you know what you can equate it to and i'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there hurricane is pretty much just the beer form of night train like night train Ooh. the wine is just the wine version of hurricane the beer right like perfect uh, nailed it yeah these are the types of liquors that you drink in the back of a train car that hasn't right. moved in 40 years or in San Diego in an apartment. But. Yeah. Well, that too. I mean, I did go on a little night train. 
Yeah, we drank a bunch of Night Train. Yeah, for a while. We drank a bunch of Night Train. And it was definitely in jest, and then I felt horrible the next day. Like, it was like a joke. I brought a couple bottles of Night Train, and then we drank them, and then the next day I felt like a bum. Right? Uh, I want to point it out that this last one is actually... You know, I made some jokes a little bit earlier, and we almost had to start this episode over. But I want to throw it out there that this last one is actually the most unity (laughs) beer. (laughs) Those are good. Uh, I don't know, dude. It just keeps coming, dude. The Micheladas. The Magicha. The Magicha. The Micheladas. No, I'd like to think that, you know, that, that meme of like the white arm and the black arm coming together and fist yeah. making the fist. What uh, the, the most needed version of that is just that with an MGD 40 in both of their hands and they're both holding it together. Because that's like where the rap community meets NASCAR. There's no person that doesn't just enjoy a nice, thick MGD-40. Dude, yeah, woof. I mean, that was a really nice pitch for MGD. I don't think I've seen an MGD ad in forever. Uh, If they want to sponsor... I'd be down. I can, I got way more of those pitches Wait, if you guys need them. Yeah, actually, if you guys want to sponsor, we'll start doing Meech a lot of minute with MGD exclusively. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, oh, no, we can come up with a good segment just where we do like a... You're going to get the, the, the Dirty 30 the, podcast, Michelada. It's just MGD and blood. <laughs> We're just going to just drain some blood in there. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I was just trying to come up with something funny. And that just fucked me up thinking about that. <laughs> it's like a dead Dale mixed with like a fucking. The dead oh. Dale. You know what it is about MGD? It's another one of those where, you know, your third, fourth sip in, you knew what you got yourself into. And you have to drink them quick because because it's a thick one, that real malty of them. Yeah. It gets warm quick. It so if you, don't, if you don't get through that 40. Like you mentioned about some of those other ones. They get that weird, you're drinking vinegar pretty soon, you know? Piss and vinegar. (laughs) Right. I know, too, that this list of might have sounded like we don't enjoy these. But let's be real. We're in our 30s now. We haven't drank a fucking 40. Like, we keep it to 32s. Now it's in the age bracket. Yeah. Ounces per age, dude. That's how I'm rolling these days. Atmosphere said it best. I ain't drank a 40 since I became old enough to drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Atmosphere is playing up here pretty I just saw an ad for it. Uh they're uh headlining over Cypress Hill. I'd be a show that's, to insa- check out. that's insane to me though. Like, don't get me wrong, cool show, whatever, like tons of weed. That's gonna be a big weed show. But it I don't know. It, it uh just throws me off. It's I I would have never imagined in my life to see atmosphere headlining over Cypress Hill. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And, you know, I, and we, it's weird. This tie-in wrote itself because I halfway through talking about that little tangent on that show, oh, I thought about weed, and I was thinking about our man Bill earlier and how it's his birthday, and you know he was kind of a stickler. He didn't like cussing. He didn't like people saying the word fuck and cunt and stuff like that, and. You know, it, 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 to me, I would imagine he didn't like weed much and he didn't like smoking weed. And then 
I went and I did a little uh, research on him, and uh, it's already known, but for about six years now, Bill's been blind. And for about six years now, I don't think people know this, but he's been pretty much 100% blind. And it's because of glaucoma. And so this is going to take us to our next episode, uh, not next episode, but our next segment. And uh, that would be the strain of the episode. It's a little bit different this time, but take it away, Doc. The strain of the episode. Hi, I'm Kurt Suizo, glaucoma specialist at Tower Clock Eye Center. Um, I'd like to talk today a little bit about medical marijuana and treatment for glaucoma um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it does lower intraocular pressure. That's the way that we treat glaucoma. The idea is the pressure in your eyes is a little too high. That can damage the optic nerve and over time cause you to lose your peripheral vision. So we use medications, laser treatment, surgeries to reduce your pressure. Uh, THC, active ingredient in marijuana, has been shown in many studies to lower intraocular pressure. The problem is you need your eye pressure to be lowered for the full 24 hours throughout the day, seven days a week. Marijuana only reduces your eye pressure for about three or four hours. So you need to dose it frequently. Um, the other problem is how you have to take it. You have to take it uh, either orally or you can smoke it. Um, and obviously the side effects of those two routes are going to be a little too high for the average glaucoma patient. There are a lot of psychoactive properties with marijuana that many people in that patient population might not be able to handle. Well, take that for your candy ass. Uh, here's some strains to go along with that info just to round this off. Uh, some strains for intraocular pressure. Grand Hindu, blueberry, cherry cola, blues clues. Yeah, and I mean, those are those are great indicas too. Yeah. And it, it there's some people out there that I understand that indicas aren't your thing. So there are some sativas that you should look into. We've got Tesla Tower, Santa Sativa, Hash plant haze and Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie. Don't and, forget uh, those hybrids too. Yeah, if we you got, need to mix those in the middle, try to find uh, something right down the middle there. You got king cake, vanilluna, vanilluna. I was thinking Valhalla, dude, yeah. because I said it earlier. That's just funny. Uh, Royal Dwarf or Dank Sinatra. Dude, Dank Sinatra is like the coolest name for weed that I've never smoked yet. But. I'm honestly, I might try to do it for preventative reasons just to get a good supply of dank Sinatra and just fly to the moon. And it's good for glaucoma, too. Dude. I mentioned how he might paint his way back into the episode. And uh, uh, we didn't really touch on him. You know, there's a lot we could have talked about because we talked about his wedding. We did talk about his wedding. Let's be real. Uh, Another Cypress Hill plug. Let's be real. Uh, You have to be insane in the membrane if you think that's all we're going to touch on today. Dude, after that Dr. Green Thumb? Oh, it was a doctor on it, too. Oh, hell yeah. that Actually, that worked out. All the time. Cypress Hill, dude. We're feeling it. We're feeling it. Because we've been doing for preventative reasons, too. We've been trying to avoid uh, pressure in our eyes. But... We want to party with Pablo, dude. We want to party with Pablo Picasso. And we talked about his wedding, but imagine that fucking after party, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Well, it's funny. I was, I was thinking about it, Shane. I was like, you know, we always try to paint a picture, pun intended, <laughs> of what it would be like to party with the uh, the person of this segment, uh, especially living through their time, paint right? A picture perfect. Picture perfect. Paint a perfect picture. Auto. Uh, <laughs> what it would be like to party with them, and and I was thinking about Shane. What what. What would my ideal situation with Pablo Picasso be? And I don't even care if you judge me right now. I think I just would have asked. Naked. Yeah, I would have asked Pablo Picasso Laying to just down. draw me naked like one of his French women. Paint me like one of your French fries. And then I would have ended up coming out looking like this fucking like morphed fucking stick figure. <laughs> Surreal looking. <laughs> Dude. You know I'm, I'm so into that idea, though. But you know what it is? <laughs> It's it's almost like one of those where it's like you when you ask your friend to DJ the wedding and it's cool because it's like they're already into it. You guys are already close. That's how I imagine it. But instead of him coming to a place and doing his art that would be DJing, he's painting us. Yeah. And, you know, we pay him in mushrooms or whatever we're doing that night or whatever he was into, which was probably meth, because for some reason, weird artists like that somehow have a meth addiction. Yeah. Or like uh, a. Yeah, like drink coffee, stay up for eight days, and then just paint a picture. Paint a picture. Picture perfect. Picture perfect. To paint a perfect picture. Oh, no. I believe Pablo said that to Biggie and Tupac <laughs> in a room, and then they had to play rock, paper, scissors over who got to use it lyrically. Yeah. Ain't nothing but a gangsta party. Boo, 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 new. Ain't nothing but a gangsta party of people I want to party with from the past. Tupac may be coming up. Biggie, uh, I think we've already done him. I don't remember. I'll have to look into that. But it's about Pablo right now. All right. It's, I don't know. I I imagine he was fucked up, man. There's oh, yeah. nothing in me that I'm trying to like sit here and like kind of push the sarcasm to the side for a second and look into some of these facts about him and kind of try to dissect what it would really be like. But it's just like, damn, I don't think he was easy to be around. And I think he was kind of a trip. No, most awesome. Like most brilliant people aren't, but let's throw out some facts about him. Right. Just to paint an even better picture of Picasso. Uh, (laughs) Paint a perfect picture of him. (laughs) October 25th, 1881 is when he was born in Malaga, Spain. Uh, his full name has 23 words. His real name is Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de Paula Juan Nepo Mecenico Mario de los Remedios Capriano de la Santissima Trinidad Martyr Patricio Clito Ruiz y Picasso is his full name. Uh, he you re- think someone like that is easy to be around? No, no. He received his name when he was baptized. His long name comes from a list of saints and relatives. His mother's maiden name was Maria Picasso y Lopez, so she had a way shorter name. His father's name was Jose Ruiz Blasco, which yeah, how he, he he received that name from his mom though. He did. He was born extremely small. In fact, he was so tiny that the nurse thought he was a stillborn. Therefore, she left him sitting on the table when she went to take care of his mother. His uncle wound up saving him from his death. Wow, that's fucking you, you wild. You know who his uncle was, though? His uncle's name was Don Salvador. It was. Hell yeah. His first word was lapis, the Spanish word for pencil. His father was an artist, art professor. Mayama lapis. Mayama lapis. Uh, Pablo completed his first painting when he was just nine years old. The title of the painting was Le Picador, 
the image of a man riding a horse in a bullfight. Uh, he was an okay student, extremely fond of the works of El Greco. In between his blue and rose periods, Pablo Picasso moved to France. Uh, he was a co-founder of the movement known as Cubism. Uh, the Nazis, of course, did not let him display his artwork in Germany. Uh, he had four different children by three different women, popcorn playa. Uh, he was married twice. We like talked that. about that earlier. And uh, he passed away on April 8th, 1973 in Mugin, France. And it, yeah, man. Uh I don't know. I don't really have many jokes about him. I I have to be honest. He he's a fascinating human. Like I said, he might not have been easy to be around, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not easy to be around. But the dude, some of the art that he's created is obvious. Well, timeless would be an understatement at this point because, well, it, yeah, he he was so far ahead of his time in so many different regards. Like that's what you learn about his works. Like he is. The founder of the movement known as Cubism. Obviously, he's known for his different periods and the crazy surrealism that he uh, he painted. Um, you know, it's like Shane. You can't imagine that he probably had some nights like drinking uh, what's that absinthe? You know, somewhere in Europe and fucking kind of getting a little trippy. You know, I could see that happening. I'm known for pubism. Pubism. That was a good joke you worked in there. I'm into it. Pubism. This is never, never trim. <laughs> it's pubism. <laughs> never trim. I went through a pubism period. <laughs> yeah, man. It's pretty good, but legend. Be good to, it, yeah, legend. I don't know. We'll keep the jokes aside. Let's just say if we could ever go to an artist like that's wedding on july 12th of any year that'll be a wonderful experience it, yeah if heaven's real picasso's for sure gonna paint me naked in the afterlife unless he did meth and then he's in hell <laughs> everyone that's ever done meth just automatically goes <laughs> straight to hell dude there's no redemption from meth there's none <laughs> some things are unforgivable that's fucking great that's fucking great and we well, love you guys thank thank you for 40 episodes of freedom yeah and, and uh thank you for 40 episodes shane yeah thank you tim it's uh some <laughs> we're somehow only at 40 uh that's like another thing is like i was looking at the whole episode list and it's like damn we're like oh man at episode 40 and then it was like we we treat every 10 as like the craziest milestone, milestone. and i love it like we made it 10 more dude it's so good we didn't make it 10 more and uh but, but ideas have been fresh lately uh we're, it, we've been in a nice fun it's been fun again yeah and, uh it i don't know i still don't like having to entertain you fucking peasants out there but it's uh no you guys are cool you guys are all right you guys give me a safe place to make bill cosby jokes and uh we want to throw it out there as a disclaimer unfortunately it's towards the end of the episode that we don't support bill cosby in any way and uh the oh, dirty dirty no. podcast uh may want to try quaaludes but that has nothing to do with bill putting them in our drinks amen so, to that amen to that it, so it has to be responsibly said. and drink responsibly and there are still some states where consent is not, uh, you can't take it back. 
So I guess that's, I don't know, I was going to try to make a Bill Cosby joke there again, but then I grossed myself out in the midst of it. But I don't know. Poor Bill Cosby. He's been blind for six years, though. So if anything, like the doctor said, smoke more weed. You're going to have to smoke a lot more. Yeah. And you're, you know, a lot of you guys, because of the psychoactive side of it, you're not going to be able to handle it. And so I'm sorry, but you guys are going to go blind. Either learn how to handle it or go blind. Sometimes you got to trip out on weed a little bit for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, apparently, to not get glaucoma. Mm-hmm. So someone that I don't think is going to go out uh, from glaucoma, and I, now if I jinxed it, I'm going to feel really bad in the episode after us finding out that he's got glaucoma. But it's Jeff Goldblum. And uh, I don't know, Tim, if you... If you want to do this to honor. I do. Every canvas is a journey all its own. Jeff Goldblum. That sexy motherfucker. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, share it. Tell every single person that you know. Uh, we've got some holidays uh, in the future. So at dinner, at the holidays, tell your family about us. And uh, share your favorite uh story over the last 40 episodes with them and uh, share them with us love y'all show me how the big tits fart chud babies unite <laughs> chud babies <laughs>